Hi there. Happy Friday. It is February the 7th, 2020, and I'm Eric, talking at you once again from Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, where I'm in a really good place right now. I don't mean like spiritually, I just mean I'm at home in front of a microphone with a beer. That is one of those intros that Gord would have really enjoyed. Welcome to What If We're Right, everybody. I am here tonight by myself with no Gord. Uh, So it's going to be a short episode. Um, It's going to be a not funny episode. I'm just going to bitch about some shit. And and we're going to miss Gord a lot. But we're not totally going to miss Gord because I I brought some with me. (laughs) That's amazing. I know, right? I got to do my usual shout out to Mike and the boys at uh, Pit Lane Parlay. Uh, that is the number one racing and IndyCar podcast on the internet today and there on Apple Podcast. if you want to give them a listen. If you guys are into racing, it's actually a really good show and uh, they'd really appreciate it if you left them a star five star rating on Apple Podcasts. Um, as we all would, if you want to do that for me and Gord, uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, finally, for now. I don't know how long that's going to last, but for the time being, we're there. And uh, we would really like a rating or a review, good or bad. Um, feel free to go there and rate or review our show. Um, if you don't want to listen to our show... I recommend Thor's Kin. That's a Podbean podcast, a really funny one with my friends Tom and Alex. Um, They podcast together from the U.S. of A. and the wonderful United Kingdom, and it's a really, really funny show. I had a blast hanging out with them, and we are trying very hard to get Gordon and I on together with the two of them. It would be a really, really funny episode. Um, Tonight, right now, because I'm by myself without gourd which really really sucks uh we are live though so you can call me and and help me out with this show 604-655-9630 or you can live chat with me on speaker.com the chat is open right now and then uh we don't have to um try to pretend that this is any fun without gourd uh i i can't tell you why gourd's not here um just because. No, I'm not talking about because we're going to get in trouble. That's right. Um, I do have a clip I want to show you guys a little bit later. That is one of my favorite clips of Gord that I don't think made it to the air. So that'll be fun in a minute. Um, also want to mention, uh, starting on March the 1st is a fantastic show produced by Oracle Media Productions, and it's called The Stories Behind the Songs. And it's where three different hosts uh, walk you through the stories behind some of their favorite songs. Some of the bands being featured are The Cars, uh, Styx, Rush, The Beatles, um, Elvis Costello, Silverchair, Bjork. I get to do a Pearl Jam episode, which if any of you know me, you know that's going to be a lot of fun. And I decided not to pick like five songs that everybody knows i went with some uh some of their lesser known songs unless you're a pearl jam fan in which case you know them all um i would like to know what you guys think of the new song dance of the clairvoyance i 
I made a special time all to myself. I had it uh, on my phone, but I waited till I was like alone out in the woods so I could really enjoy it. And I listened to it and it didn't blow me away. As a matter of fact, it sort of pissed me off. Still looking forward to the album. There's still uh, no band I like more at the moment. But that song, I wasn't blown away. I just, I don't know. I I like that they do everything different from previously. Like, every album is totally different from the one before it. That's pretty cool. But um, that song, I just, I don't know. It didn't do it for me. Uh, So tell me what you think of that. You can uh, send me an email tonight. Um, We're not doing anything funny because I'm by myself. So you just send your emails to eric at ericandgord.world. That is the new website that I've put out for us again. I know sooner or later I'm going to quit putting out new websites. But uh, until we find one that sticks and works, um, that's just what I do. So uh, ericandgord.world. That's a cool little website. I put some uh, fun stuff on there. There's not a bunch of like self-indulgent Eric crap there. It's just just uh, Eric and Gord, plain and simple. The really cool thing is, though, there's a feature there where you can go and leave a uh, up to five-minute voice message for Eric or Gord or either of us. If you want to fucking tell us to go pound salt or you want to tell us how great we are. Or you want to just talk about something that we didn't talk about on the show. Or whatever you want. Leave a five minute, up to five minute voice message at ericandgord.world. There's a little button off to the side. You just click that and go ahead and start talking. And just please be sure to specify if you don't want it played on the show. Because if you don't tell me not to, I promise you, I will. Um... So, where was I? Stories behind the songs. Listen to that starting March 1st. It's going to be a fun show. Uh, It's been a lot of fun to make. I'm looking forward to it coming out. Um, What else? I don't know. I don't know. I am lost without Gord. (laughs) That's amazing. I know. Uh, All the best, Gord. I hope you're doing okay. I hope we uh, get to hear from you again over the weekend. Uh, as I said, I'm going to play a Gord clip in a little while. I just a couple of things I wanted to talk about that um, I thought he would get a kick out of. Um, the first thing that I noticed in the news today that was just fucking amazing to me. Uh, Twiggy, this is the headline that caught my eye. And this is just so uh, encapsulates the town that I live in. And if I got any Vancouver listeners uh, that want to chat, with me or or call in please call in and give me your opinion on this just goddamn train wreck of a city we live in uh here's the headline twiggy the water skiing squirrel is under investigation for violating vancouver bylaws oh god damn it i wish i was making that up twiggy the water skiing squirrel is under investigation for violating bylaws um i guess There is a boat show in town, the Vancouver International Boat Show, happens every year. It's uh, I've been to it only one time, and it was cool. Like there's some showboats there that are just fucking out of this world. They're just like amazing. These these giant like million dollar yachts 
They're bigger than apartment buildings. It's really, it's a show of just absolute, like, affluence and just people who have way too fucking much money um, go to look at these things. I don't know if anybody buys boats there. They just go to fucking talk about it. Um, people who people who wish they had enough money to afford them go to look at them, and people who have enough money to afford those kind of boats probably aren't fucking spending their weekend at boat shows. They're out doing cool rich guy shit. But I guess uh, they've got this, this boat show tours around with this uh, trained squirrel that water skis, and it's like to teach kids um, safety. Uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, life jacket safety. What's that jacket you put on that saves your life? No, oh, yeah, it's a life jacket. Um, they don't just call it that. It's that's what it does. Um, so this fucking <laughs> water skiing squirrel. I, he he water skis. He's a squirrel that water skis, and he wears a life jacket, and he teaches kids to wear a life jacket. And that's probably a good thing, because uh, kids just they're. Let's be honest, they're not getting any smarter every year. Um, most of them probably drown in a bathtub if you take your eyes off them. So it's a good idea. Just put a life jacket on your kids at all times, just so, we get to, so that when they're walking to school, you know, if they're riding a bike, if they're alone in the bathtub, if they're using a urinal, um, anytime like you might have to take your eyes off your kids, just put a life jacket on them. But this fucking Vancouver has a section in their like bylaws. Uh, section, uh, Schedule A, Section 13 of the Business Prohibition Bylaw clearly states that rodents are prohibited from participating in competitions, exhibitions, or performance events. Um, yeah, rodents, so if no uh, rodent races, no rat races in Vancouver, no no squirrel fighting, there's there's never going to be like the UFC of squirrels, the, the SFC, um, that's not happening because it's not allowed in Vancouver. So don't go to Stanley Park and bet on a squirrel to win in a fight because they're not allowed to partake. It is against the law in Vancouver. <coughs> um, bub fights probably didn't make the law books. That's not a thing. Uh, you don't have to worry about, like, you can pay two bums to beat each other to death for fucking 50 bucks, but not squirrels. We got to protect the fucking squirrels. Lord knows there's not enough of them. How <laughs> I I don't even know what to say about this fucking thing. How far can we go with goddamn bylaws? That's the problem with municipal governments, and it's one of the reasons I ran for mayor in 2018, and and why I plan on doing it again next year in 2021 because I want to just point out the absolute absurdity of the shit that goes on uh, in in municipal law more than anything. Because what happens in municipal law? Uh, whatever the length of the term is, the next government gets in. In Vancouver, it's three years. Uh, some places four. Some places, I'm sure it's probably two. But either way, the the new municipal government gets in, and they spend their first year just fucking throwing out shit the old municipal government did and writing in their new stuff. Um, but they do it in little bits and pieces. So over the years, these things accumulate, and you get these fucking ridiculous. Uh, just half-assed laws. Um, it's how, you, like, Vancouver, you end up with viaducts sitting there for 40 fucking years that do, go nowhere and do nothing. They're just a big, giant eyesore. And and they're useless. And then governments, for years and years, have to fucking debate over what they're going to do with them. 
Or you get someone who's just got some boneheaded fucking idea about something, and they put something in the books, and it gets um, forgotten over time. And this is so. This is one of those fucking ideas. Some bonehead fucking probably PETA supporter uh, doesn't want rodents to <laughs> participate in competitions, exhibitions, or performance events. That is just fucking ridiculous. Um, whoever put that in the books, uh, just thank you for giving me a story. And I'm going to be thinking about this for a long, long time because that's amazing. And I feel bad if you're a rodent owner and you planned on maybe getting them in the movies or, you know, taking them out on tour, showing what your rat or squirrel or mouse or fucking rabbit can do or ferret. Maybe is a ferret a rodent? No, they fucking should be. They stink. Um, but your rodent's not competing in Vancouver. Sorry. Uh, you're going to have to call. I don't know who you even call about that. There's got to be some ro- ro- rodent lawyer you could call. Uh, some rodent rodent civil rights lawyer that's going to fight against this and make sure your rodent can get into fucking rodent. Do we not have something more that our, our lawmakers could be paying attention to? Uh there's about 150,000 things I can think of right now that are more important than whether or not our fucking squirrels are water skiing without a permit. What do you think the fine is for that? Woo! That was cool. Um. <laughs> Thanks, Gord. Um water skiing rodent that is just incredible um what else do i have in the news that i wanted to talk about um oh yeah real quick i totally forgot to bring this up i'm lost without gourd my name is jeff i the canadians in the wuhan province were finally airlifted out um, none of the Canadians airlifted out of the infected area showed signs of the uh, coronavirus. None of them showed symptoms. So um, that's you could chalk that up right into the no fucking shit file. Um, I can't believe this is a news story. I know I've gone on uh, on and on about it every single fucking day. Uh, I don't understand where this is coming from, and I don't understand why it's making news. When uh, since, since January 28th, almost 4,000 people have died of Ebola. Why is that not news? Uh, why are we not talking about that or doing something about that? Instead, we're talking about a bunch of, uh, you know, 20,000 people with the sniffles and 19,998 of them are still in fucking China uh, contained where they should be. I don't get why this is a story. I don't get why people are freaking out. I don't my mom is going absolutely fucking banana hammock over this story she thinks she's gonna die and i'm like you're not gonna die because you're not in vancouver or toronto where the only fucking four people that have this goddamn thing are uh and they basically have to sneeze in your mouth to for you to catch this fucking thing and even if you do unless you you got to be 95 and already have aids before this is going to make you sick it's such a non-fucking story and I don't get what's going on. The only thing that I can think of is they're trying to tank the Chinese economy with it. Uh, like their oil markets have dropped like 20%. Um, 
which is awesome because uh, the Canadian government just invested some millions of dollars in the Chinese oil markets, thinking it was going to be a good ROE on a quick investment. Um, no. ROE? Did I say ROI? Sorry. Quick ROI on a big investment? No. Nope. We just flushed that right down the fucking toilet. So, way to go. That's good. Like, I've always said my whole life I'm not going to qualify for CPP. I'm not going to get CPP. CPP won't exist when I'm old enough to collect it. I never really imagined myself being old enough to collect CPP or making it that long, but uh, it looks like I might just get there. And when I do, it's not going to be there. Our governments are taking every effort they can to make sure that people my age are just fucking hooped. We're all going to have to work until we're 90. And that doesn't really fit into my schedule. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I don't plan on working till I'm 90. Um... And before anyone makes any smart-ass remarks about how I'm not working right now, uh, just screw yourselves. Um, this goddamn podcast is a lot of work, so figure it out. I'm trying to do something a little different with my life. And besides, I'm fucking useless. Not that good at work in any way. This is basically the full extent of, like, physically what I'm capable of. I, I don't have a muscle from the neck down, and I am not... I'm not, uh, what's the word? I'm not uh, motivated or interested in doing anything anymore. I'm done. I want to retire at 42, which is not that far away. Um, I got all this stuff, but I don't really want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it. Because a lot of this is stuff I want to talk about with Gord. Um, something, something, a story Gord brought up, I believe it was last night, Gord and I were talking about, uh, train crashes that have happened this week and how convenient it is that the pipeline is going, is just getting pushed harder and harder. And because there's all these fucking ridiculous train crashes and transportation minister, Mark Garneau, who is just a shining example of the kind of efficiency we can expect from the Canadian government. He has ordered... He's made an executive order that all trains carrying large quantities of dangerous goods have to slow down. <laughs> That's his answer right there. Uh, if you got a shitload of dangerous explosive material on your train, uh, you're not allowed to go very fast. <laughs> that... Now, I'm not sure if our transportation minister understands how, like, volatile materials work. Uh, maybe if we could get a minister of fucking science or something to tell him how uh, when sparks combine with oxygen and a fuel source, um, they create fire. It doesn't matter how fast your fucking train is going if your tire sparks and catches the dangerous goods on fire, it doesn't matter how fast the train is going, it's it's still going to burn. <laughs> I love the Canadian government. That is amazing to me. 
Uh, so trains, you can you can sleep easy tonight. Anyone who has a train going through your backyard, uh, it's okay. It's all going to be okay because they're going to go slow from now on. Ah, uh, wow. That is just fucking... Yes, science! Yeah, right? Um, We seriously need our big train company. I think there's still just the one. I think CN... I don't... Is it CN that... Or CP is only in BC and CN is national or the other way around? And I don't fucking know how they work. I know we only have the two. Or maybe they're just the one now. I'm not even sure about that. But they... They need some regulation. I don't understand how we're still working on, like, handbrakes and fucking relying on these pothead fucking engineers to make the train stop. Why can't we just have some sort of braking system that that doesn't fail? Uh, Something made in, like, the 21st century? I don't know how we're putting fucking rovers on Mars and we got supply ships going to the International Space Station and we're figuring out time travel and we can make a third fucking John Wick movie but we can't come up with some way to make a train not blow up. That baffles me. And anyone who's anti-pipeline right now, um, Gord would tell you to go eat a fucking bullet because this train thing is obviously not working. And I don't even understand how we, we allow this to go on. That's the, the the part about the Canadian government that I just don't get is is how they can just turn such a blind eye to things that are so blatantly obvious. Um, whether they seriously don't care or it's just it's got nothing to do with their pension plan so they don't give a fuck. I don't get it. I would love to have a government official join Gordon and I for a serious conversation. If there's anyone that works for the federal government uh, who could speak to just some of the things that have gone on, in, let's even just say Trudeau's second term. If, if someone would be willing to come on, we won't make fun of you. We won't uh, bring up anything you don't want to talk about or anything. I just want to know how decisions like this come about. How we're not putting regulations in where we need them. How we, uh, fucking, like Gord was saying, the parole board is just, you're bringing your goofy little brother to fucking work on the parole board. And it's just as long as you're in term, you get to appoint whoever the fuck you want to work on the parole board. And then they make decisions like this guy's got to get out because whacking it's not good enough for him. And then the next thing he does is go and kill a super hot sex worker. Um, Those kind of decisions have to bug you at some point. Like when you're in the government, like I, I understand shitty people. I do. I get it. But like, how could you be? How could you fucking sleep at night when you got this shit going on on your watch? Like. What do you what do you tell your grandkids when you're like, oh yeah, I used to work for Prime Minister Trudeau. I used to be, you know, part of his government. I made these decisions that saw fucking trains blow cities off the face of the earth and guys, psycho murderers get out of jail, and a guy here in fucking BC just smoked a couple on the highway and killed a pregnant woman. It's only like married for. Her her fiance lives. She's like just newly wed to this dude, and she's pregnant with his kid. They get run off the road, and she fucking dies. This dude does a month in jail. How do you live with yourself after this guy runs a car off the road and only gets a month for killing a pregnant woman? Like, how do you not just want to fucking kill yourself every day? 
It baffles me. I don't get it. And I don't understand how we as citizens keep electing the same fucking people who make these kind of decisions. How can we be okay with this? And then we're surprised that there's like crime in our neighborhoods. Well, guess what? Why wouldn't there be crime in our neighborhoods? What the fuck do we have to deter us from committing crime? Uh, Like maybe a month in jail. If we even go to jail, the fucking court feels like, oh, maybe rushing enough to even get us a sentence before it's thrown out because it's a violation of their fucking rights for waiting too long for a trial. Um, why would we ever be deterred? There's nothing to scare us. And jail is such a cushy fucking thing. Uh, it's ridiculous. I literally, I wasn't kidding when I told this story. I don't even know when. Um, everything just looks like one big day in my fucking head. I don't know when things happen. But I told the story of the guy I know. And I actually know this guy. This is a legit thing. Who is actively trying to get put in jail. Because he needs his teeth fixed. And in jail, he can have his teeth fixed for free. So he's trying to go. And that's, fuck, trying to go. Like, it's it's actually hard to get thrown in jail if you want to. How fucked up is that? Um, I don't get it. I don't understand. Wrong. That's right. It's wrong. Um... I'm not going to talk about that fucking meathead tonight, if anyone knows. If you if you don't know who this is... Wrong. Uh, I'm not talking about him tonight. I I know... Gord would probably like me to say something about him. I don't want to. I don't give a shit. I think it's just... They are... Such a train wreck... Uh, south of us. And frankly, I'm happy to watch him... Just ruin... That country. Because the worst of the worst... Uh, support him and that's great I would love to see him just destroy that country and maybe they smarten up I don't think they will these fucking QAnon idiots and everyone else who is a Trump supporter at least they all seem like the world would be a better place without most of them 90% of them I'm not on board with Gord's whole thing about wiping out two thirds of the population Um, but definitely any Trump supporters who like legitimately support anything about that man, uh, the world's better off without you. You could go on a couple of Elon Musk test flights. I certainly wouldn't mind. And I don't think a lot of people would. I think a lot of people are fed up. And I think the thing you got to watch out for is what is going to happen after Trump? It's a funny news story right now. It sure as fuck has given Gordon and I a lot to talk about. And I appreciate it on that level. But nobody seems to be thinking about in uh, four years from now at the maximum. What do you do with your train wreck of a Trumpster fire goddamn country in a post-Trump era? What do you do? You're just fucking stuck with all the decisions he's made. That is, I don't, I don't even know what to tell you. That is really just fucking sad for you guys. Um, what else do I have? Did I talk about the stories behind the songs? Yeah, I did. Uh, nobody has fake virus. This is going to go really, really fast. Um. The train that fucking <laughs> has to slow down. Slow down your trains. That is amazing. Um, okay, I only have like one or two more things to talk about. 
Um, I was going to do a big speech about the easiest thing in the world. I'll do that in a little bit as well, probably. Uh, in the meantime, why don't I show you guys a clip of Gordon and I talking. I believe this is in January. And it is... I don't think we talked about this on the air, but it was a story Gord wanted to bring to the episode, and uh, I, I'm not sure if it made it. I, I know we didn't talk about it on the air. I'm almost positive, but it was a really funny story. It had me just howling today when I was uh, looking for stuff to show you guys. So this is probably about a month ago, Gord and I talking about uh, <laughs> just an awesome story. Dude, I cannot wait to read you something. I cannot wait. Like, I want to tell you what it but I'd yeah. rather surprise you with it. All right. Well, we'll we'll go in a this second is, here. This is amazing. Oh, can I? I I'm going to just have to tell you first. <laughs> Do you want to hear it? Sure. In Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> Des Moines, Kansas. A Kansas man has asked an Iowa court to grant his motion for trial by combat so he can meet his ex-wife and her attorney, quote, on the field of battle, where he will rend their souls from the corporal bodies. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) The guy wants to literally LARP to death. Yeah, he literally does. (laughs) That, I grant it. Do it. That's your, any way you want to die, I think should be granted. No, like he wants he wants to kill her. He wants to kill his ex wife and her attorney. I, as long as he does himself afterwards, I'm on board. To this I've, day, trial by combat has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in these United States. Don't you love that? I love those old laws. <laughs> so technically, he can he can get what he wants. Yeah, I. Uh, I love those laws that they just they never bothered to remove them. Well, he got the he got the idea after learning about a 2016 case in which the New York Supreme Court Justice Philip Marino acknowledged that duels had not been abolished. Well, there you go. It's legally fine to have a duel. So he thinks, well, then in that case. Yeah, Michael Moore, when he had his TV show, TV Nation, he found somewhere in the States that they forgot to take slavery out. So he went and got a bunch of slaves and lived there. And he literally got a bunch of black guys to be his slaves for the day. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I love that shit. That's like the the Alberta one that I I always talk about. If you get kicked out of Alberta, they still have to give you a horse and three days food. That's right. (laughs) It's like $150,000 now. Horses aren't cheap. <laughs> I mean, literally, if you get kicked out of town, you know how much money you get just for the three horse, with the horses alone? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like, holy shit, yeah. That's like money, money. <laughs> it's a lot harder to get kicked out of a province now than it used to be, though. Oh, yeah, it doesn't. I don't even think it even happens anymore. Um, I've never heard of it legitimately happening.
Okay, I thought that clip was a little bit longer than it actually is. Um, but that was one of my uh, favorite conversations I've had with Gord recently. And I just thought it was really funny. I just, I, 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 finding it, I, I don't get how you still get to choose your way to die. Um, that's pretty cool that you can. I don't think, I don't know. I think most states just like the states that have the death penalty, you just pretty much, I think your only choice is like the chair or the lethal injection or something. I don't think you can like have a duel anymore. I think you should be allowed to, uh, to die any way that you want to, uh, especially in that, in that kind of a scenario. Uh, if you get the death penalty, I think as long as you try to expedite the situation, you should be allowed to go however you want, like fucking strap you to a rocket and shoot you over a rainbow or something. I don't give a shit. As long as you want to go quickly. I, I don't understand people who end up on the, um, on like death row for 40 50 years whatever you know you can be on death row till you die how the fuck does that make any sense uh we pay for you to just be on on death row till you die that's not really death row then that's just fucking waited out row why do taxpayers pay for a guy to sit on waited out row like put a bullet in him and fucking be done with it and give that money to people who didn't commit crimes I don't know. Am I wrong? Just saying. Um, was that still going? I don't understand what's going on here with this clip. Um, anyway, moving right along. I am hearing... What the hell is going on here? Sorry. I am hearing weird shit here from uh, all over the place. I'm uh, The live podcast is not going well. See, things just fucking fall apart when Gord's not around. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Shut up, Gord. Uh, anyway, I knew this wasn't going to be a super long episode. Um, I am going to save what I have for him because I know he's going to get a kick out of it the next story uh, a couple of things we do want to oh yeah we were talking one one thing I should mention um, Gord brought up uh, coach Dave Dave Dobbenmeyer he apparently YouTube uh, sensation he's quite popular I was trying to look up all his shit today and he has uh, he He's real big on the salt of the earth and people being the salt of the earth. And I went today to his Facebook page and I signed up for Dave's Salt and Light Brigade. So I am officially a member of Dave Dobbenmeyer's Salt and Light Brigade. I don't know what that entails. I'm sure it's going to be some kind of freaky cult-like shit. I'm just waiting for my uh, my phone to ring any day now. And just have Coach Dave fucking trying to get me to sue the NFL for 800 and I think it was $67 trillion he was trying to sue for. Um, what a fucking maniac. Uh, Christians in general 
uh, just baffle me. My mother and I were having this argument again the other day, and I'm sorry, until you get fucking kids out of your the things that you apologize for and things that you will cover up your mean guys for, uh, then I can't respect you and I can't follow anything you do. Uh, and I can't take you seriously until don't fuck kids is the top of your list of things that you promote. Uh, and that, that that goes for anybody out there, these fucking maps freaks uh, that I am not going to shut up about. That's going to be my little mission for the year. Uh, these fuckers who've got this goddamn podcast that I, I tried to listen to. I couldn't get through it. Uh, Gord uh, apparently tried to listen to it independently yesterday too he had trouble stomaching it uh, someone has to find out who is behind this podcast and fucking eliminate them one way or another i i can't have that shit on the same fucking uh bandwidth that i'm on i can't i i hate to, <coughs> it turns my stomach that these people can operate and just get away i know i say a lot of stupid shit on this show and for the most part i mean it um there's stuff, obviously, that it, I I exaggerate for comedic value all the fucking time. Um, when I say things like Canada has 2,700 people, I, I I don't believe that, okay? I know the numbers. I say it to be funny. <coughs> uh, I know I say a lot of stupid shit on this show. Um, 90% of it I will stand behind. Uh, I know a lot of firemen, they're dicks. Yeah, a lot of firemen are heroes. Guess what? A lot of them are dicks, too. Sorry, I'm not. that's just the way it is. And I I really, I don't apologize a lot for the things I say. I don't just fucking wing it up here. I'm not just saying shit to get a rise out of you guys. I am saying shit to maybe get you to think a little bit differently, maybe get you to realize that the status quo isn't working, maybe get you to just not pay attention to the fucking goddamn six o'clock news and think that those people are saying anything because they give a shit about it and not just because Shaw or Rogers is paying them to do so. And, you know, research. I want people to research who is writing the fucking article that you're posting on Facebook and convincing people is news. And then you look behind it and it's not news. It's just some guy's fucking opinion, but he's paid a lot of money to make it look like he's some sort of legitimate news source. Uh, I just want you guys to fucking figure it out. I don't give a shit if you agree with me or not. Fucking go look at the stories I make and then call me and tell me how fucking much you disagree with me. Prove me wrong. It's it's what if I'm right, not I totally am fucking right. Uh, prove me wrong. That would be fantastic. You guys start calling in and just telling me that I'm a fucking bonehead. I would love it. Or leave voice messages at ericandgore.world. Tell me I'm a meathead. And while you're there, drop 27 bucks on a t-shirt. Men's or women's. Uh, five different sizes. Uh, I think there's like eight or ten different colors. Um, two styles of t-shirt. They're really high quality. They're really good fucking shirts. Um, 27 bucks is a bargain at the moment. I'm sure I could get them cheaper than that. Maybe a little bit down the road. But you don't want to wait. You want to be one of the first ones to get them. Um, they make a great Valentine's gift. Uh, you're going to have to take the life jacket off your water skiing squirrel, maybe give him a t-shirt to make him feel better. Um, you can order those. There's a sheet on ericandgord.com to order those. Or, sorry, ericandgord.world. doesn't matter. You go to ericandgord.com. It 
same thing. It's all the same. They're all the same. Um, but yeah, that was, did I make a point there? I don't think I did. I'm just trying to say, I know I say a lot of stupid shit, but I try to stand behind it. I'm trying to get you guys to stand behind the stupid shit that you say. I don't know. You know what I mean, right? If you don't know what I mean, send me an email. Eric at ericandgore.world and just say, hey, meathead, nobody knows what you mean because when Gore's not around, you just babble like an idiot. And that's fair. I will accept that. Okay, real quick, I guess I should mention because Gordon and I kind of slacked off on this um, toward the end of last year. We started off strong, but we didn't really keep it up. And it's something I'd really like to push, especially now in this era where Trump is just going to be a fucking maniac. And for some reason, that affects all of us. And we all were in that fucking, we want winter over. And it's taking way too long. And it's cold and shitty. And we hate it. And it's tax time. And nobody's happy about that. And we're all just pretty fucking generally miserable right now around this time of year. Um, so it's a really good time for us to push something that I, I started it. Uh, long before Gord was ever on the show, and then Gord just fucking fell in love with the idea, and we've been running with it, but we haven't been keeping it up, and it is this initiative we're trying to push on everybody. It's the hashtag easiest thing in the world initiative, and all we're asking is that you you don't do anything different. Don't go out of your way. Um, Don't change your daily routine or anything. Just whenever you uh, interact with someone during your day, try to be nice to them. Literally the easiest thing in the world, and I guarantee, um, having spent the last two years on the downtown east side of Vancouver, the worst neighborhood in the world, uh, this shit works, and it's contagious, and it it gets to be really fun after a while, and it's something you want to do, because it's cool. All you gotta do is seriously just be nice to everybody. It's not gonna work all the time. You know, sometimes people are just dicks for the sake of being dicks, and you got to figure out a way to deal with them, and that's fine. But if you can, if it's avoidable, then just go about your day. Try to be nice to everyone. You'd be amazed what it changes. And then if you do it and you had a good time doing it, Hashtag easiest thing in the world and let me and Gordon know what you did to be a part of this. And we'll send you a t-shirt and or 25 bucks or something. That's something we can actually do now is send shit out. Um, and I'd really, I'd really like to hear you guys' stories about how you participated in the hashtag easiest thing in the world initiative and what you did to make that a thing. And... If we all start doing it a little bit, it'll start catching on. And before you know it, everybody's fucking doing it. And next thing you know, maybe people aren't shooting each other. Maybe kids aren't killing each other. Maybe we just all have a really fucking good time being together. Because guaranteed we don't have a whole lot of time left. Uh, Whether it's global warming or North Korea or fucking, I don't know, sharks or... uh, Whatever it is that's going to take us out, a giant asteroid or a fucking Chinese virus. I don't know what's taking us out, but I guarantee it's not far off. Uh, 
I don't think humans have a long time left on this planet, and I don't think we're anywhere near, like, the Starship Enterprise whipping us out of here before the planet's fucked. I I think we're just fucked. Um, well, maybe 100 years. Maybe another 100, 150 years, maybe something like that. I think we're fucking gone. So the more we can do in that short time to teach our kids to be good to each other and just fucking try to try to be happy, be good to each other, make sure everybody's okay. Uh, that would be a really amazing thing. And I'm sure not going to be around to see it. So let's try to start and do it for each other while we're all still around. We'll try to pass it off to our kids. That is literally the easiest thing in the world. Um, that is just about all the time I'm going to bore you guys with for now. I know it's not like a super long episode and probably not particularly entertaining, but I do want to try and be as consistent as possible, um, even on the nights where Gord can't make it. Because Gord's a busy guy with a very busy life, and he's got a lot of shit to take care of all the time. And that's cool. That's important. But um, I want to try to keep the show going as as much as I can without him. So uh, the best way to make that happen is if you guys follow us on Instagram, uh, like us on Facebook, put some reviews on Podchaser or Chartable or even on Apple Podcasts, and just tell everybody that this show is kind of cool and you'd like it to stick around for a while. And I will make sure that next time um, Gordon can't make it in, I'll try to have a guest or a guest host or someone who is much smarter and more interesting than I am who can carry the show because I I certainly can't do it on my own. I had no pretensions that this was going to be like the best episode of the year or anything. I just wanted to say hi and uh, because I miss you guys. I know you probably don't miss me while I'm gone, but I miss you. So uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully we're back tomorrow night with Gord. Uh, I can't guarantee that. Uh, If he's not here with me, I'll make sure somebody is who's a lot of fun and better than me. So until that happens, thank you for paying attention. Um, And just that's it. Take care of each other. I'm going to play out with an old favorite song of mine. This is called Calling It Out. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>